making out is a bit dirty. Yeah, I mean, in the moment, like, yes, yeah, smear it all over me. Like, you know, our, sma- our smashing faces are smashing against each other and, like, uh, kisses don't have to, can be a little bit sloppy. But, like, I just don't want to be thinking about whether or not there's a dingleberry. <laughs> hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. and entertainment reporter, also the editor of LaineyGossip.com, and I am a BTS Yeah, fan. you are. I'm Sasha Tong. I am a producer at an entertainment show here in Canada. I'm also a fashion and beauty columnist on LaineyGossip.com. And I am not a big BTS fan. But this is What's Your Drama, where we gossip about you. But can I tell you about my also this is uh, my tutor Gigi in China who I am learning Cantonese twice a week now. Okay. Um, I'm really excited. <laughs> I feel like by June I'll be able to talk to you in like super 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 uh, beginner type. But my last lesson was confusing because it was um, days, months, and years, and so I'm trying to wrap my mind around why you sometimes put the date or the time before your action. So I'm very confused about that, to be quite honest with you. You're fucking an asshole. Why am I an asshole? Because when I said that our- Can I just say one thing? <laughs> when I tell you that I am excited and I am learning Cantonese, this has been like a life goal, and you don't go, cool, great, oh, that's so great. You come back and say, you're an asshole. <laughs> yes, that's our friendship. Okay. Why am I an asshole? Because- when you wanted me to give you lessons, I said our first lesson was going to be numbers. And you were like, white number, fuck that. And now you're doing days and weeks and months, which you need to know numbers to be able to do days and weeks and months because the month in Chinese is like I know. Monday. So I know. is one. Fuck you, asshole. But I didn't know that that was a lesson plan. How would I have known that January... Or yeah, Monday you, needed numbers. I know. Yeah, well, now I know. I did know. And that's why I said to you, we're going to learn our numbers. And you were like, numbers? I don't want to know numbers. But then Gigi comes along and she... <laughs> yeah, so Gigi's I think I have a now. right to fuck you, you. No, what you should have done is actually follow through and give me the goddamn lessons oh. instead of fucking carroting them all the way Eat to... shit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so let's talk about something else, mm-hmm. which is I would really, really like to talk. And I know this sounds like frivolous, but I am slightly concerned that the day that we go back to somewhat normal, I won't know how to put on clothes anymore. I look at my closet and I tried on <laughs> jeans the other day and they look bad. They look bad. They don't look, they don't form on my body anymore. And I'm actually seriously wondering what will fashion have changed 
because of COVID. Will women now be like, you know, fuck that, that we were wearing skinny ass fucking jeans all the time and like high heels, like, like everyone's leaned so far, far, deep, deep, deep into comfort. How do you get out of that? I mean, the designers are certainly trying. Like I'm looking at those collections and I was like, oh, okay, this is, there's nothing COVID about this collection. Like they're What do you mean? What collections? Who? All of them. Like. Oh, like you're talking like high end, like houses. Yeah. Okay. Which as we learned from Meryl Streep, Miranda Priestly in Devil Wars Prada always trickles down to the common consumer plebe like us. Right. So (laughs) (laughs) cerulean blue. Um, But. The, the thing is, is that uh, to your point, it's about like your body, our bodies have been, or some of our bodies have been accustomed to feeling a certain way. Mm. Right? Yes, And totally. what if like my, literally my skin rejects certain Anything. fabric? <laughs> I think it would. Anything, like I bought something that like had cashmere and angora, typically Fucking that is like butter on my skin. And I was like, ooh, a little itchy. Like I was like not used to it. I was like, where is the fleece and cotton? Honestly, like I think my body is going to reject it. And I don't, I'm just curious to know if people will keep up with this whole loose elastic loungewear or will people be dying to get back into their clothes again? For Are me, you? No. Like I'm, I'm dying to get into like new track suits that I buy or whatever. Sure. But for me, it's going to be not wearing joggers underneath anything. So when I what? shoot, like for instance, when I shoot the social every day, I will wear a dress, right? Like, you know, right. what what we've been doing is we've been getting like shipments of clothes and it's supposed to last us for whatever, three weeks. So I'll just, every day I'll just pull out like whatever, a new piece of clothing in the box. Like we have to return it, obviously. Mm-hmm. So, and then, but it just goes over my joggers. It goes over my sweatpants. I okay, I right. don't know what the feeling of wearing a dress with nothing underneath is going to be. And I don't know if I'm ever going to be used to it again. Right. Dress fabric. Anything other yeah. than cotton um, or like lycra. Okay, so, but you're excited to get back into your clothes. And will you wear heels? Uh, like Lots I, of, I'm not excited to get back into my jeans. Like, I was just looking at my jeans the other day and I was like, do I need all these? <laughs> uh, no joke that I will show you the pile. I threw out 30 pairs of jeans yesterday. 30. I had 30. Yeah. And I still now have a fuck ton more. But I was like, what am I going to do with these? I don't fit them. I don't want to ever try to get back in them. And like, what the fuck am I ever going to do with them? The only jeans I'll wear now, I don't think I'll ever go back to skinny jeans. I'll wear a boyfriend. Sure. But that's just like like a yeah, more dressed a, up jogging. It's like a dead jogger. <laughs> totally. Okay. Yeah. I will only wear a boyfriend jean. So I, I feel like I can I can say with confidence that I will never wear a skinny jean again. And then update when do you But think I will never be? wear a boot cut, fucking millennials or Gen Z. Have you heard about this debate? No. I know that the Oh, between the boot cut and the skinny? Yeah. And now people are going back to the boot cut. And I was like, no, thank you. Uh, There's no fucking well, way. Well, I'm not going to say never, but like never to jeans. But if I if one day I change my mind, I don't think I'd be like totally against a boot cut if it was high rise. The, the thing that traumatizes me the most is when people do a boot cut low rise. 
because that's been do that's been doing a thing lately, and that is disgusting to me. Well, that's I think that's the debate is a low rise boot cut versus a no. skinny, and people are choosing the boot cut and saying the skinny is out. I think both suck, and I'm about the, <laughs> I'm all about the boyfriend. Yeah. Okay. That's it. Okay, so you're gonna go back to clothes. So, uh, or some idea or something. A of modified version. Okay. All right. Yeah. I so, don't know where I stand yet. <laughs> well, why don't you update us? Later. I will. Right. People will be really <laughs> interested to know. In like in nine to ten months, I'll tell you. Okay. Are we ready with drama? Yeah. Go. Okay. Here's the first question. Why do I exclusively read now? Stop. No, <laughs> don't do this. Because it's been a year and this is just what happens. I, you are how did you con me into this fuck? Because it started as um a tech issue because your your mic and audio was better. And we're just gonna go with it now because I don't I can't concentrate and read at the same time. Uh, I'm dumb. Okay, go. You fucking. Anyways. <laughs> okay. Um, hi, Lainey and Sasha. I'll jump in. I've been dating a guy for about three months. He's a total babe, super fit, gorgeous face, and fun personality. He's up for anything, takes good care of me, and knows what he's doing. And knows is like accentuated. So I'm taking it to mean that he fucks good, right? <laughs> wink, wink. Yes. Yeah. But, and of course, there's always a but, he's a clean freak. I'm never allowed to wear my shoes in his home. I'm never allowed to lay on his bed if I have outside clothes on and I have to take a shower every time we fool around. I, who is this guy? I need to marry him. I, what? I will need to leave Yasik for this man. He also really likes to make sure I eat really healthy. Oh. <laughs> he also really likes, never mind, take that, take that back. He also really likes to make sure I eat really healthy and exercise at least four times a week. I'm not a big gym rat, but he motivates me by going with me so at least we're together. I've never had a boyfriend be so rule-oriented, so I'm not sure if this means he's controlling me or this is just some of his quirks coming through. He doesn't tell me what to do in anything else in my life, like my friends, family, but when I'm at his, I do have to make sure I'm extra, extra cognizant of being clean. Is this weird? V. I mean, she gave us her full name, but we'll just say V. You would like that? You like, like, rules and regs of cleanliness, I live especially with a in the bedroom? I live with a pig. No, you don't. You live with Yasik, who makes everything so beautifully, like, Mr. Clean. He's he, Mr. You're married to Mr. Clean. He recycles shirts and pants all the time does he smell oh he doesn't he's not a he's not a clean person body wise oh right remember oh right he fucking we've talked shoves, about this before he shoves his the dink in the shower. sink he shoves the, his junk in the sink yeah, and yes dink in the sink. he did yes. that before i don't know if he does that again he's gonna be listening to this and like objecting <laughs> so i don't know if this is gonna make it into the show but um yeah like you know he is I he I don't know maybe it's like Euro styles every other day I shower, okay right I shower three times a day, I know you do so you would like if okay so have you never asked him to shower before like you guys hit skins is that what you would like no no that can happen and that does happen but like I mean we're so talking you ask him to shower sorry stop <laughs> talking so fast. Do you ask him to shower before you guys bone? I ask him to shower with me and we can bone while we're showering. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that's how you trick him. Yeah. Okay. Not, not tricking him. Like, all you know. the time? You all always want clean sex? Everybody's private parts have to be like totally yes. windexed. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Okay. So I, then. I like, I like, yes, I like a windexed dick. 
<laughs> Vim that fucking dick. Okay. Okay, fair. So yeah. then, then this is this is not a problemo for you then. No, I I I don't see any. I mean, I do think that there's a conversation that's worth having about whether or not V's boyfriend is going to escalate his, mm-hmm. you know, issues into other areas of her life. But as she says right now, it's, I, I don't really love that he's like, eat this, eat that. But I do like that he encourages her to work out and goes with her. Like that is, you know, he yeah. wants to be with someone who is as healthy as he is. Yeah. That part, um, I don't love so much because I don't think so, especially because V's like, you know, I'm not this gym rat. And I think, of course, like if someone can be healthier, that's never a bad thing. But I also like, I don't like when people have like a quota that you have to meet. That seems, I don't know. And that can fuck with, um, more so than not women's like body image, right? Like if, if she doesn't meet that, is that unattractive to him? And that's that's fair. I, I don't. I don't love that. So I think that's something that, as you said, like V can kind of keep track of. Like mm-hmm. what she what's going on right now wouldn't be my jam, but I don't think we're borderline controlling narcissistic personality disorder with this guy. No, I don't see any huge warning signs, although it's just something for V to keep in mind. Like she's very clear about he's not he doesn't have any, it, like, he doesn't have anything to say about her family, her friends, how she spends her yeah. time. He's he's just like, hey, when you're over at my place, can you be clean? Are you also the same way about, like, you can't lie on the bed with... I don't like outside I, clothes on bed, in bed. Did you write this letter? What in the fuck? <laughs> you don't like outside clothes. Yeah, even in, the term outside clothes is bed. amazing to me. Like, that people know, <laughs> like, that this guy right. understands the phrase outside clothes. Because I do have outside clothes and inside clothes, yes. Do you sometimes sit on your couch with outside clothes? How is that different than sitting on like your bed? I'm not saying get into bed and like after you've gotten off like the TTC or like at a cab and then like cozy on into your bed and take a nap. But like, do you take off your outside clothes when you come inside? Like as soon as you, mm-hmm. whoa, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. outside clothes are for outside and inside clothes are for outside. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand what you don't understand. <laughs> Okay, I didn't know. I didn't know. But I live I'm, with someone who goes outside and inside in the same clothes for days. Yes. Okay. But you're not so strict that that would be something that he would have to abide by. Okay, so. I'm not. I've gotten better. Over, remember, I've been with him for 20 years, so I've had to condition myself. And maybe eventually this dude will have to condition himself. But he's starting early and setting his conditions. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. So right now, no, no harm, no foul at this point. It, it'll be a foul when like, let's say they move in together. So it's her oh, home too. Yeah. So yeah. what if she likes outside clothes inside and will wear the outside clothes inside all day and all night? Like that is her place as well. Right? Right but now it kind of works. But who but wins? I don't know. That is the beauty of a relationship. That is the shit that they'll have to hash out. That may that may be the the turbulent waters in the on the horizon. Oh my god! Thank God Corey's clean. He's a clean person, body wise. He's a clean. I would that would be hard, but I definitely would be weirded out though if someone was like, "Hey, get yourself in the shower before we do anything." Like, let's just like cut out any spontaneity. Go wash your private parts. Like that would be weird to me. You have yeah. to shower every time. What are you talking about? You have to shower every time they go and do anything, like before they like have sex or anything. 
Well, that seems. Uh, oh, you again? You don't compute this? Okay. Well. Okay. Like, let me break it down for you. Let's say in the before times, you have a date with somebody, um, and it's on like a weeknight, right? And so yeah. both of you have been to work all day, and not like you know there are some people who fucking take a shit at work. It happens. Yeah. They so, do. like, and then you meet for dinner, and then are you going to bone? Like, I, I can't, like, I can't think about that. But how about if you do, because it's fun and it's spontaneous? So, sorry, do that, do that scenario. I, I wouldn't. No, nope. shush, do that scenario. Okay. You have taken a dump at work. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> no. <laughs> I, you have. I you have, have a hard time taking a dump even in my own house. You have, you have taken a dump at your own house, okay? <laughs> and then you go to meet Yasik, your new boyfriend. You guys go for a dinner. Yeah. He wants to fucking go straight to making out. And you go, no, sir. No. I need. I'll make out. Okay. But I won't suck your dick. And I won't let you. But what does like, that have to do with I your bum? I won't bottom? let you fucking eat my pussy. Okay. Yes. Fair. Okay. Fine. Great. Fine. Yeah. But like, okay. if we're going to make out, uh, sure. If we're going to fuck, like, you know. You're going to take yourself to a shower. I No, I'm going to have. Uh, that's why I always have wipes on me. <laughs> I didn't know this about you. Okay. You carry your wet wipes just in case. I carry wipes just in case for all situations, including okay. giving your puss a little wipe. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that's so funny. Okay. I'm surprised you don't either. I just don't think that I would have a wipe. I don't have, I do not have wipes with me do not have wipes with me. I would typically think that I'm fairly clean before I do anything. But yeah, like if I'm going to take a fucking dump, yeah, I'm not like, hey, spread them. Let's fucking do this. But uh, I don't feel like I've in like, I don't know anymore what the outside world does because <laughs> I've been in a relationship for so long too. Right. That I don't know. I feel like I'm, I would like to always be clean. But if like the moment strikes, I'm not going to be like, must take a bubble bath first. Yeah. I'm not that adamant about the cleanliness. Okay. Because sex is supposed to be a little bit dirty. Making out is a bit dirty. Yeah. I mean, in the moment, like, yes, yeah, smear it all over me. Like, you know, our, sma- our smashing faces are smashing against each other and like s- uh, kisses don't have to, can be a little bit sloppy. But like, I just don't want to be thinking about whether or not there's a dingleberry. Okay. All right. Let's move on. Okay, I get it. So back to V. <laughs> right. Right. We are the worst. I know. We always just talk about ourselves. Okay. Back to V. Okay. So back to V. V, I don't think you have anything to worry about right now, but I do, like, as you said, you know, I do think that if it gets more serious and you move in together, these might be the obstacles that you have to confront. And then I also, I don't think there are any red flags right now, but if he starts like fucking giving you, you know, parameters around, terms and conditions with your workplace and with your friends, then yes. But right now it's cool. seems chill. But I do, but I do appreciate uh, that V has, um, is smart enough to be like, oh, what, what is this? Like, what, let me like feel the borders of this relationship. Like, is this right? Like, I like that she's questioning it mm-hmm. and continue to question it because things are new and you don't want to be like so love struck that all of a sudden you realize, oh my God, you are in a controlling relationship. So eyes wide open. 
um, and take off your shoes when you go into his house. Great. No, out, no, no outdoor clothes indoors. <laughs> okay. Ready for the next one? Yes. Is this one long? Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Unfortunately for you, it is. Just read quicker. Stop being so dramatic with everything then. How much quicker? I already talk fast. Okay. Well, read faster. Okay, next. Hi, Sasha. A few months ago, I decided to confess to my crush that I was deeply into her. She was eating me a lot. Whoa. Oh, sorry. Well, it, it was- no. <laughs> That's not what you wrote. <laughs> That's what I wanted to read. <laughs> it was eating me alive, and I felt like she had flirted with me heavily in the past. I play with her hair a lot, and there's a lot of waist grabs, and when I'm not around, she's told other workers how she finds my body so hot, specifically my ass. Damn. My coworker has even told me she's noticed how she's gotten jealous of my friendship with her, the other girl I work with. Even outsiders have picked up on things between us. She apparently looked shocked as fuck when a cold, uh, she apparently looked shocked as fuck when a coworker told her we were texting. She's always keeping a watchful eye on my friendship with the other girl. I told her I liked her a few months ago. She told me I was such a rocket and that I was the hottest person to ever like her because usually people don't look at her because she's a bit bigger. Her words, not mine. But she told me she was straight and she asked me if I ever felt like she was throwing signals at me. I lied and said I didn't remember at the moment, but I perfectly well knew there were a lot of signals because other coworkers even spotted them. She's even told me how she's had a friend that was a girl in the past go down on her, and she said it was a hot experience. We started off as friends first, so she's known about guys and girls I fucked or dated, and she's never acted jealous about the guys, but when I've talked about other women, she starts probing real hard. She even begged to show me the pics this old fling sent me for days on end. I kindly turned it down to respect the other girl's privacy. Why even ask this much if you're straight? For real. For real. Mm. Anyway, I decided to take her word and leave it as it is. She said she was straight, so I left it at that. She promised she wouldn't affect our friendship. She literally pinky swore, as lame as that sounds. Afterwards, I occasionally would ask her how she was doing health-wise because her liver has been fucked. And over the holidays, I texted Merry Christmas. She ignored it. But then on New Year's, she messaged me first. I was drunk and flirted with her heavily. I don't think she flirted back by a text, but she did talk to me about how she recycles her nudes because her body was nicer before. And so she sent me a sexy pic that I've never even asked for. It wasn't a nude, but it was her in a short-ass kilt, knee-high socks, and a top exposing cleavage. This is so fucking, like, (laughs) why isn't this a book? This is what um, your dreams are made up right now. I know. Um, okay. So obviously, wait, wait. So let me go back. Let's, let's read. It wasn't a nude, but it was her short ass kilt, knee high socks and top explosion, mm, top exposing cleavage. Obviously I loved it. But at, at that point I was confused that she knows I like her and I'm openly flirting and she sends me that pic. I feel like she's teasing me. She also does this weird thing where she purposely dodges my Instagram stories for weeks, but then magically reappears from the dead and watches every single one within minutes. 
I'm probably looking too much into this, but fast forward to Valentine's and the inner Aries in me got a rush of adrenaline and decided to do something for the cheesy ass holiday that I normally hate. Her cat died months ago and she was sick for months. So I decided to buy her bar of fleur roses from Montreal, ship them to her house, and some Bobette and Belle cupcakes. Unfortunately, the roses got delivered late. I had to tell her there was a package waiting for her, so I received an alert from FedEx saying that she ended up picking it up at 3.42 p.m., 3.24 p.m. What's weird is how she never even messaged to thank me. I wasn't expecting anything in return, but I was expecting at least a thanks. She always thanks me for things I've bought her in the past. I decided to message and be like, guess you haven't picked up the package? And she was like, I opened it last night. It's beautiful. Thank you. But she lied because the package was delivered at 324 and she had lurked my stories at that point too. So she was on her phone. I obviously sound psycho, but I'm kind of super upset. I can't even downplay it. I teared up. My intention was to give her an excuse to feel at least a bit happier. And my biggest goal is to leave people better than how I found them. And we were friends before anything else. So I want to at least cultivate that. I even told her through text that I was doing this to make her happier, but that I know where we stand. So I don't want her feeling pressured. On Valentine's Day, when she received the other part of her gift, the bouquet of chocolate-covered strawberries, she instantly said how it was so sweet, and she thanked me. One minute she's teasing me, the next minute she acts like she doesn't even want a friendship. I know I'm going to get called into work very soon because she's already working, so I can't really afford to drop her at this exact moment. The reason I'm writing is to find out what I should do about her specifically. Should I drop the friendship too? And how should I go into my next relationship moving forward? Every time I'm nice and give someone my all, I feel taken advantage of. I'm naturally more of a giver. With this situation, I had to force myself to not go overboard with the gift since I knew we weren't anything. I try to be tamed, but it's not in my nature. Wow. That's, that, that's a lot. I try to be tamed, but it's not in my nature. I feel emotionally drained, though. Whenever I'm a cold bitch, I get who I want. But when I'm nice, it just never works out. So does that mean I have to be a cold bitch in order to get who I want? Is that the answer? I'm ready to write off love for real. You can use my real names. I don't even care. Okay. Well, should we? Mm, I put let's it there, M. but let's not. Let's, okay. We'll, M. we'll call you M. Okay, M? Okay. Well, I'm confused. This, uh, this isn't a friendship. <laughs> I kept on saying, oh, she, you this kept on mind reading friendship. Yeah. Like, I definitely don't think they're friends. So let's pretend... Well, let's I let's like actually focus in on that. Let let's call it what it is. They're not friends. I think you're getting dicked around by your colleague, um, who is confused. I think she likes your attention, but when the attention feels real, she uh, gets scared because maybe she's not ready to accept um, what you're fucking you know giving her, you know. And I think. I think, what do you call it, M? I don't think M has done anything wrong. I think M saw an opening and like any normal human being was like, yes, I like this. I like you. Let me, let me show up for you. Let me like, let me make you feel good. Let's see what could be on the other side of this. But it only works if the other person is down too. And I don't fucking like mind games. I don't like mind games. I don't like fucking carrot dangling. And I feel like that's what this is. I agree. I think that, um, I think that the term that we use or have been using or whatever is fuckboy, but I think that yes. fuckboys can be girls too. Of course they can. Yeah. And I think M is getting fuckboyed. Mm. So yeah, I, I agree. So in this situation, I think we both agree. Like, M, I don't think you can give this person any more energy. 
Yeah. I, and I think uh, it's it's starting to get a little bit, and I, and I get why Em did all the things because she wanted to be nice and she wanted to see if she would reciprocate those feelings. But I think it's pretty evident that she doesn't like you the way that you like her. Um, I think she likes you because you make her feel good, but I don't think she is, re- I th- yeah, like, uh, I don't think there's anything that's going to come out of this. So I hope you know that. I hope you hear that and you can just like keep it kosher yeah. from here on out with her. But moving but forward. But that sucks. Oh, it does, that does suck. suck. You know, and, and the thing is, I, I think that like, you know, it sucks. Let's call it 99% the other person sucks. But the mm-hmm. 1% M is that it's not that you don't like have to stop being nice. Mm-hmm. It's that we can be nice judiciously. Uh-huh. Right? Like yeah. I want you to be untamed, so to speak. I know you do. <laughs> right? I want M to be untamed. Yeah. I want her to send all the flowers, all the chocolates to the people she but to people who deserve it. Yeah. Right? And Yeah. I think that's the difference. So, Em, I don't want you to give up on love and write it off, as you said, but, you know, and you can go whole hog, like, be as extra and dramatic and, like, romantic as you want. I, I don't want that you to lose that. That would make mm. me very sad. Yeah, I agree. But I do think that there is, um, there is h- how we can work on self-improvement in these cases is to be more judicious about who is the recipient of this special, overwhelming, untamed you. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. So you can value yourself as much as others. I think that's what this is about. Mm -hmm. So for your gestures, these over-the-top, amazingly spectacular Valentine's Day gestures, you value them because you're giving back. I want you to – and I want you to keep that, but – apply the same value to you, who M is. Yeah. And I'd also want M to ask herself if this is a pattern that she does, like that, that she does, like she gives all of herself to people who are undeserving of that mm-hmm. or are not available because, you know, that's why she's like, oh, like, do I always have to be like a fucking bitch to get people? But like, it's, I, I'm, I'd be curious to know, I don't know the answer. I'm not assuming, but I'd be curious to know if M um, could just, uh, take a think back. And does she give all of herself to people who are unavailable? Yes. That's just, uh, that's just something to think about. That's a really good note. Really yeah. good note. Think about that, M. And in the meantime, while you're saving your energy, um, think about you. Say, oh, I thought you were going to say write, write a book. <laughs> <laughs> and that too. That too. That would be really hot. Okay. Final question. Hey, Sasha and Lainey, I'm in my early 30s, single, and have never been in a long-term relationship. By that, Meet I mean- M. <laughs> Meet M. Okay. By that, I mean the longest I've ever been with a guy is about six months, and that's a real stretch when I was 18. I've had several months-long situationships over the years, but I'm not very good at casual dating. I've had a handful of one-night stands in my whole life, which isn't many when you been single for as long as I have and enjoy sex. Almost every time I go on dating apps, I immediately get depressed and delete them, probably because I know those dates won't go anywhere. I know we have all, I know we all have that one friend that got engaged after meeting someone on Bumble, but that always seems like such a fluke. I just find dating apps to be really hard work and the dates like an endless round of job interviews that never really go anywhere. The younger women I know always seem to be dating and have new guys on the scene, even in lockdown, and I just don't know how they do it. I envy them. 
I'm not bad looking, I think, and I don't think I'm boring, but I have also struggled with mental health and body image since I was a teenager and I'm getting help with this. So that doesn't help. Plus, sometimes when I do start dating someone I actually like, I get so anxious, I do end up acting kind of crazy, which makes me worry I'm so fucked up no one would ever want to be with me long term anyway. My sister, though, would say this is because I have only ever dated manipulative fuckboys. Yes, facts. (laughs) I've only lived in my current city for a couple of years, and it's a long way from home, so I don't have the deep roots or connections that mean I'll meet people anywhere, but work where everyone is out of bounds anyway. My friends outside of work all settled down long ago and I'm the token single one. Anyway, all of this to say that with lockdown and my dislike of dating apps, I haven't so much as touched a guy all year and I'm generally starting to worry I'll die alone and never have sex again. But dating is just so stressful. I do know I'm probably my own worst enemy in this situation, but even knowing that doesn't help much, what do I do? X, X. All right, X. Dating uh, is hard. I, Can we just put that out there? It is hard. Well, I was going to say, we can't sugarcoat this because dating is hard. And during a pandemic, it seems almost impossible. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say, like, I know that she's like, oh, dating apps, they're just like one-offs. But I, I swear, I know so many people who have met their partners through dating apps. And you have to wade through so much horseshit. I'm not going to pretend like that's not a thing so much horseshit but if you if you try long enough it seems like you can meet your match having said that i was talking to a friend who's single and uh they'd been t- they tried the dating apps and they, they they didn't like them but i was like why don't people and this is probably not novel people are probably like sasha people do this all the time but why don't you just like follow people that are in your city on instagram that you think are interesting that are interested in the same thing and slide into their dms that way like why is that not something that people use more often? Like the dating apps are great, but like, how about if you like, there's like a cool artist or something in the city or like, like start following pages mm-hmm. or groups of people, then find the fucking just, we have nothing to do, but stalk, yeah. look through them, find someone that you think is attractive and cool, study them for a bit and then slide into their fucking DMs. Like, why isn't that a thing? It's like meeting a stranger at a bar, isn't it? Sort of same thing. Not really, but like, I just, I feel like there's another avenue to meet people like outside of a dating app is like Instagram is basically a fucking dating app too. So use that if you have not yet. I think I agree. And I think that there are all kinds of like, there's dating apps, there's sliding into someone's DMs, there's all kinds of things. I don't think that is the issue though. I think with X, the issue is self-confidence and, you know, how much mental energy she wants to put into this and that's fair. Mm-hmm. But I also think that I also think that it's a matter of perspective too. Um Tell me more. What do you mean? I think that number 1 the reason why I my first comment is dating is hard is because I wanted to establish for X that dating is hard for everyone. Mm-hmm. Like X seems to, you know, X laid out all the quote in her mind cons about herself. Mm-hmm. She was like, I think I'm okay looking. So that wasn't, you know, exactly a mega vote in terms of self-confidence <laughs> right. for right. Uh, how how they look. And then talked about mental health and talked about, so it, it was like, it was almost as if X was saying like, I already come with this baggage and dating is hard for me for all these reasons. But I'm saying what I want X to realize is that even for people who don't have all the things 
the attributes that you listed about yourself, X, that you may perceive as negative. I don't, but that you Mm -hmm. may perceive as negative. Other people who don't have those attributes are having a hard time dating. Of course. Yeah, of course. But the reason why I'm hoping that X internalizes this is because when you realize something is not just hard for you, that it's hard across the board, Mm -hmm. then I think that you can maybe start getting out of your head that it's just such a hurdle, right? Or that you're the only one. That's right. Everybody Mm -hmm. is going through it and like pandemic or not. Let's, we have friends who are single, yeah, who are, like before the pandemic, it was like, yeah. it's shit out there. I hate everyone. And yeah. yeah. And this is friends who run the gamut of young, old, cool, nerdy, whatever. Yeah. Everybody yeah. has a hard time. So I think that it's about X, you figuring, like you realizing that bottom line dating is hard. It's hard for everyone. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. if it's hard for everyone, then it means that like, um, it's not like people like you have to try harder and some people don't have to try at all. Everybody has to yeah. try. Yeah, of That's course. what I'm getting at. So that's right. where my point, where I'm building to. Everybody yeah. has to try. Mm-hmm. Like people who, who you might think don't have problems Charlize dating. Charlize Theron has, has problems yes, dating. exactly. So <laughs> yeah. everybody has to try. Everybody has to put themselves yeah. out there. Mm-hmm. So unfortunately, I don't think I can sugarcoat it for X. Like putting yourself out there means putting yourself out there. And it takes effort and it takes disappointment sometimes too. And a lot of the time it's actually quite disappointing. And I think that's something that um, I wanted to just highlight about how you were like, oh, like I'm crazy. I think I'm crazy. But then my, but, but then your sister alerted you to the fact that you kind of probably had a really shitty dating past. So that's something to kind of look into as well. Like have these types of relationships told you that you are less than. Um, I know I'm glad that you're working on this with a therapist. That's what, you know, she's continually working with that. That's great. But that's also something that you can pivot on too, is like changing your type, right? Changing your type is really important. I think people always think that they have this archetype of like who their, who their person is. And those are sometimes the ones that do the most damage. Like when I think about my type, like thank God Corey was not my type because all my type before like fucking screwed me over. So it's also about changing your mind frame, going back into the dating world and trying again is like, don't go for the same fucking people that you always go for. Like, go for someone different and see how that goes. Yeah. So I wouldn't give up on the dating apps just yet and the other methods. But what I would do is like, understand that everyone on the dating app is frustrated with the dating app, not just you. And I wonder if that might change. Yeah. Your attitude, your, your, not attitude, I don't want to say that, your, but your perspective on it. And I would say get the dating apps back on your phone. You know, if you do really want to find someone, if you do really want to get out there and meet people, like that's kind of the only option right now. You can't stroll into a mm-hmm. restaurant or a bar and like, fingers crossed, luck out. Like you kind of need to use that um, as your lifeline a bit right now in order to see yeah. what's out there. And at the, and the very least, have some sex. Maybe well, it won't be a relationship, but, you know, you miss sex. Have, yeah. If you have a COVID test and know the person and they're Yes, safe. well, all of that. I mean, okay, fine. But I just got to say now. that. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Um, but, yeah, good luck. It, it's not going to always be easy or fun. And um, that's just the reality of it. And you're not, and as Lainey has drilled home, you are not alone in this disappointment and thinking that you'll never fuck or find someone again. You will. It's just going to take some fucking time. Good luck. 
Um, and remember, it's hard out there for everybody, I think. Yeah. True. Yeah. Um, keep your questions coming to me at Sasha at LadyGossip.com. Oh, before we go, though, I do um, have to ask you something. Is oh. there, I haven't seen it, is there a product on the market that is specifically a pussy wipe? Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I just, uh, I you, don't, you don't know? No, I only buy wipes what that do are you general use? wipes. Like baby no, wipes. You put, oh, okay. Those oh, fuck, are, you think I was doing using Lysol wipes on my fucking Well, crotch? I don't know. No, but no, no, like, no, like baby using, wipes or whatever. But I would like, I wonder there are, if there, there are, are like labeled, there are. like this wipe is for specifically your puss. There were muff wipes or something. I remember, I, I remember randomly getting like a whole bunch of swag of these muff wipes or something like many, many years ago. Um, that's good. Those definitely People are going to start yelling exist. at us about flora, though. Like, you shouldn't wipe because you're disturbing your flora. But sure, it's not but like I'm doing it your... once an hour. It's just, you know, once right, in a while, but... I like to freshen up. Um, and then there's also those, remember when you told me that I was giving my vagina a spa day? Those are really good to have, too. Those, like, you know, those oils that I wrote about? Those yeah. bush bomb oils? Those are, like, all natural. Fucking slap some shit on that. But in terms of, like, a wipe, there are definitely, there's definitely vagina wipes on the market. Do you need I, me to do research for that? No, I because I was wondering if I should go into business as a muff wiper seller. I would I would buy your muff wipe if would that's you? what you're saying. I totally would. To support you, yes. <laughs> um, but why don't you? Listen, I, all I remember is one brand that does muff wipes. What would I'm you saying, call Maybe them? there's an open market for muff wipe. Well, I, you know what you want in a muff wipe, right? Yeah, I do. Tell me. I don't want to give it away. Okay. Like, but I mean, like, if it's a great idea, I don't want someone to steal my muff wipe idea. Don't you think it would be nice for, like, a spray, though? Like, a sanitizing spray? Or do you like to get in there? I like, you the like contact. getting in there. Okay. Like, I like to know that, like, I, I can visualize that, like, things are being removed. And I'd be curious to know, please tell us, people write in, um, <laughs> like, would, pe- would people be all about that? Yeah, I would want to know. Could like, you use? There... Yeah, could you use some? I mean, is Muff Wipes is the brand, so I don't want to copy okay. them. But would you use a vagina cleanser? <laughs> right? No, a vagina not, cleansing a wipe. wipe. Specifically, wipe. a wipe. Yes, a wipe. Yes. Yeah, I think it would be nice in like a sponge form. Hmm. Right. Like a makeup anyway. sponge. Yeah, like something okay. that just felt See, like a this little. This is a business idea we need to work out. Okay. Okay. Well, anyway, thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> As I was saying, <laughs> keep your questions coming to me at Sasha at LadyGossip.com. And subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget to leave comments and reviews. We will be back soon. Bye. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 